I'm Frank Andorka, Editorial Director of Solar Power World Magazine. Welcome to another edition of Solar Speaks, Solar Power World's podcast series that gives you the opportunity to hear from the industry's biggest newsmakers in their own words. Today I'm speaking with Kyle Cobb, co-founder and CFO of Greenbotics, a Davis, California company that offers a solar panel cleaning service for utility-scale power plants. Its cleaning service is centered on its highly automated robotic cleaning vehicles. Kyle, welcome. Hi, Frank. Thanks so much for having me. Tell me how all of you and your other two partners met, and why did you decide to enter the solar industry? We actually go back quite a ways. Uh, I and and co-founder Mark Grossman went to high school together, not too far from Davis, California, up in Chico, California. And Mark and the other co-founder of Greenbotic, Cedric Genty, met at Caltech, uh, where they were roommates. And they went off after college to join eSolar, which is a solar thermal company based out here in Southern California. And over the course of the last several years have been involved uh, in the solar industry. And Greenbotics is my first venture into solar uh, alongside my, the co-founders here. So we're off on to a new venture in this industry. Where were you before you entered the solar industry? What was the pitch like to bring you into the solar industry? So Mark and I have actually been kicking around business ideas for quite some time, and I was out in the world of finance in New York City and have recently uh, been pursuing my MBA at UCLA Anderson. So over the course of the past year, uh, as this idea has taken shape, they decided that it made sense to not only have some intelligent engineers on the project, but also to bring in someone with some business expertise and we just found it to be a very natural synergy, and that's how I got involved. What was the inspiration of, to start Greenbotics? The inspiration started in some ways uh, when Mark was at eSolar, Mark and Cedric read eSolar. Part of Mark's experience was around building cleaning vehicles or cleaning systems for large-scale solar thermal plants out in the desert. And over the course of several months in in the early stages of his job at eSolar, he realized that this was, in fact, a very big problem uh, facing the industry, not only eSolar. And as he explored the problem a little bit more, he realized that uh, the opportunity was so attractive that it was worth devoting his, his full-time efforts to it. Cedric and I agreed, and from there, we started developing specific prototypes uh, around what a cleaning system might look like for a large-scale solar plant. How many different prototypes did you have to go through before you landed on the one that you're currently using? So the technology continues to evolve, actually. As you can imagine, every time we build one, uh, we realize there are things that we, we should have done differently. We've spent the first six months that we've since we've started the business building the first and second generation cleaning vehicles, and right now we're continuing to make modifications that will help us make our cleaning service more reliable, uh, more modular and adaptable for new types of clients and and, uh, installations, and continuing to improve the effectiveness uh, of the overall service. So I'd say right now we're on the second generation and and we're continuing to uh, innovate. It's a tough financing market right now for uh, startup solar companies, and obviously yours was a startup. How did you guys go about raising the financing to put the company together? We started... Uh, with some founder investment and sweat equity, uh, and we made sure that we were very resourceful. Uh, so every every dollar we've spent has gone into developing technology and developing our customers, which I think has been a very helpful approach for us. 
Also, because I'm a student, we've had uh, some unique opportunities to participate in business plan competitions, uh, including one that was sponsored by the Department of Energy, uh, Caltech, and UCLA, and that has allowed us to raise a pretty substantial amount of money. Uh, in fact, we won a $60,000 award from the Department of Energy earlier this month, and that, so using opportunities like those and just continuing to be resourceful with, uh, with the money we do have has been uh, working for us so far. Tell me what kind of engineering went into the product. I think what makes our engineering team unique is that my partners, Mark and Cedric, uh, have done a really brilliant job uh, both combining their skills on the theoretical and academic side of engineering with their practical skills. They have a very very complementary skill set in mechatronics and engineering, mechanical engineering, electrical engineering, and allowing uh, all of these these skills to come together and actually put them into practice, you know, making the parts, testing the vehicles. Uh, that's been a big part of our success so far. So how does the system work and, and what makes it different from other cleaning systems that are on the market right now? Well, I'd say the best uh, thing for listeners to do is, is see it in action, and, and they can do so on our website. We have a, a video demonstration of our first prototype. Uh, but essentially how it works is it's a, it's a lightweight robotic vehicle that drives directly on top of a row of solar panels. Uh, it travels down a row automatically with minimal human assistance and restores panels to near-perfect cleanliness of, as it travels. And once it reaches the end of a row of solar panels, it simply is lifted up uh, by a couple of operators and put on the next row that needs to be cleaned. And that configuration allows for just a handful of cleaning vehicles and a few human operators to clean an entire solar plant um, in just a matter of weeks. And I'd say what separates our technology from existing solutions is, uh, namely pressure washing is, is what we found, and hand washing to be the two um, most prevalent solutions right now for cleaning. And those simply aren't as scalable as our technology. Uh, we use about 90% less water than traditional pressure washers, uh, and we clean about twice, twice as effectively because we can restore panels to a higher state of cleanliness. Uh, than, than some of those traditional methods. Also, because we're more cost-effective, uh, we can make frequent cleaning a profitable activity for power plants more so than ever before. So the average clean cleanliness of a plant is higher, which means more energy and ultimately more revenues for our customers. Do you have a percentage of the difference between um, the energy production of solar panels that have been cleaned and ones that have not been cleaned? So third-party research indicates that at any one time, the difference in energy output between a clean and dirty panel can be as high as 15 to 25 percent. Over the course of the year, these soiling rates average out uh, at a plant to be uh, to result in about a, uh, as high as a 7 percent uh, loss in, in annual revenues from not having dirty panels. And you can see many of those research reports on our website uh, at greenbotics.com. Um, we've also validated this research by running our own simulation models in which we break down a client's plant using detailed factors, and, and we demonstrate the energy output of that plant for each hour of the year, both with and without cleaning. And most of these models have shown us that four to six summer cleanings can actually increase revenues by up to 7% in some areas, uh, such as the southwestern United States. So people should clean their solar panels for their utility-scale projects on uh, four to six times a year? You know, it really depends on the soiling rates that happen uh, due to the weather conditions of where the panels are located. For example, in, in really rainy places, precipitation likely does a pretty good job of restoring panel cleanliness. Uh, but in areas with poor air quality or where dust is more prevalent, 
such as urban or, or agrar agrarian settings in the desert, soiling is a bigger issue, and cleaning is required more often, typically around the four to six times per, per summer range that I mentioned a moment ago. Uh, and obviously, the bigger a solar plant, the higher amount of nominal dollars are at stake by not cleaning. So that's when it becomes a serious issue, and, and that's why we've started uh, to focus on the utility-scale market first. Well, that leads into my next question, which is right now you're doing utility-scale projects. When do you foresee uh, moving into the residential and commercial markets? We currently offer a cleaning service for utility-scale projects, but we've already started R&D to expand our business to commercial rooftops and, and hopefully someday even residential rooftops. This summer, we expect to be cleaning uh, utility-scale power plants and, and hopefully some commercial rooftops as well, with a, the longer-term view is that we, we hope to be able to be the experts in cleaning all types of panels out there. So if people wanted to find out more about Greenbotics and the research that went into creating this product, where would they find that information? Uh, listeners can visit us anytime at greenbotics.com, and we also uh, are quite active on Twitter. You can follow us uh, with the handle Greenbotics. And keep your eye out for us at many of the upcoming solar industry trade shows. We look forward to meeting everyone, and we certainly can learn from folks out there, and, and we appreciate the support. Where will we see you next at a show? Right now we're... we're hoping to be a speaker at Solar Power International uh, down in Orlando in September. So that's uh, the, our application is pending, and if we're not speaking, we'll be doing our best to meet folks out on the floor. Thanks, Kyle. Thank you, Frank. I've been speaking with Kyle Cobb, co-founder and CFO of Greenbotics, a Davis, California company that offers solar panel cleaning services for utility-scale power plants. Its cleaning service centers around its highly automated robotic cleaning vehicles. To see the robot in action, click the link above to watch Greenbotics video on YouTube. This has been Solar Speaks, Solar Power World Magazine's podcast series that gives you the opportunity to hear from the industry's biggest newsmakers in their own words. I'm Frank Andorka, Editorial Director of Solar Power World Magazine. Until next time.